0: Oh,
1: I'm
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And I'm Matt. Welcome into today's show, everybody. We have a really, really fun show uh, scheduled here today. All our shows are fun, as we said last time. But we have come to realize that some of our best and most popular shows are the ones where we do our top 10 countdowns. So Matt, why don't you tell our listeners today what we are doing uh, as far as top 10 today?
1: Today, we are tapping into our villainous side, and we are looking at the top 10 villainous characters. Now, we did, is not just villains, we did include villain sidekicks, however, in the brief conversation we had before this, I think out of the uh, 10 that each of us picked, or somewhere between 10 and 20 that each of us picked, there's only one sidekick?
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's I think it's fair that, you know, when you look at the whole host of Disney villains out there, villain sidekicks out there, there are some iconic characters and it's really hard to to kind of, you know, You're going to see it's really hard. And I I don't necessarily know if you're going to agree with all of our picks. Uh, Matt doesn't know what's on my list. I only know one of what's on his list because he was trying to figure out a way to pronounce it. But even then, I don't know where it's (laughs) where it's at. So and we have a feeling that there is going to be a lot of crossover of our list, too, which will be a lot of fun. Now, Matt, before we get started, before we get started, in order to kick this episode off right, it is only fitting that we both do our our most appropriate villainous laugh to get started all right so that's that's not that's not not, not, that's not it by the way but on the count of three (laughs) on the count of three we need to give our most boisterous villainous laugh in order to get started how do you you ready one two three (laughs) okay uh we're gonna start uh with number 10 or you know the first one on our list again i think we usually go kind of 10 to 1 so least most villainous to most villainous i i went
1: with who are the villains that you just like love to hate, that have so much bravado, that really adds something to the movie that they are in? So that's kind of basically of what I, I based off of, uh, based my top 10 off of. So my number 10 is the only villainous sidekick I have on this, and that is Iago from Aladdin.
0: I like it. Now listen, you bird brains. If you're going to keep your jobs, you got to get hip.
1: I know all about it, see? Because I'm a very famous movie star and all of Hollywood drops my name. Who cares about Aladdin or Jafar? I'm the one with old looks and pain. I got a million crackers in the bank and I plan to get a zillion more. And you guys will all have me to thank when they're lining up at the door. I, I chose him. Reaching more into Disney lore, if you watch the sequels, Aladdin, Return of Jafar, and Aladdin Prince of Thieves, he actually becomes like a a, a good guy. And I think that arc is really interesting. And he adds so much to the movie Aladdin that I, I felt like he he really made so much of an impact that he deserved to be sneak in at number 10 on this list.
0: I think that's a fair pick. I've always liked Iago. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried plays an amazing character. And, you know, we talked about this on the the Aladdin uh, wrap-up a a few weeks ago that, for me, one of the reasons why I think live-action Aladdin fell flat is because Iago uh, did not have the same, I guess you could say, screen presence as he did in the the animated movie. So I'm with you on that one. I can feel it. Okay. My number 10... Is someone who uh, is ruthless. She is one of the most uh, one, of the, one of the most iconic villains out there. Although she doesn't get a lot of airtime, but she's got one of the most iconic lines in all of Disney, and that line is "Off with her head!" and that is the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I have her on there and the reason why she comes in at number 10 and you're going to start to see this in my list is she doesn't have necessarily world domination on the mind she's just upset that Alice is kind of ruining her day she's just a cranky old woman uh and um (laughs) yeah you know she's she's kind of taken over Wonderland etc etc but she doesn't have that that I'm hell-bent on taking over the world prowess kind of in her, and I almost consider her more of an antagonist than I do really a villain. But again, because of that iconic line of off with her head and how much of a role she plays in Alice in Wonderland, I do feel that she deserves a spot on the list.
1: My number nine, this is the one I had to look up on how to pronounce. Uh, so this is the Demon Chernabog from Fantasia. Mm. I am a giant Fantasia fan, so definitely there's some heavy bias leaning into this pick. But I do think in that movie, he is so dominating as a presence on screen. And in fact, it was one of the reasons why a lot of parents, when this movie came out in 1940, wouldn't let their kids go see this movie because Chernobog was so intimidating and scary. And he's also started to creep into other Disney lore. I mean, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, we did an episode on that. He's the final boss. Chernabog is the final boss. And then there's also, I don't know the status of this movie, but now that, you know, everything's been shuffled around with COVID and the Disney-Fox merger, everything got shuffled, but there was a live-action Chernabog movie that uh, that was on the schedule. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that comes out at some point. So you, I'm just—you're starting to see him in more stuff. And so I, again, I thought he deserved to be on this lower end of the list here.
0: My number nine. Now um, I have a feeling that we're going to have a crossover here potentially. My number nine is Captain James Hook. Is he on your list? He is not. Oh he- my goodness! He is like the. Enemy of Disney villains. But good form? Did Pan show good form when he did this to me? My not <laughs> cutting your hand off was only a childish prank, you might say. Aye, but throwing it to that crocodile, that cursed beast like the taste of me so well, he's followed me ever since. He is, again, very similar to Queen of Hearts, more of an antagonist than a villain. Although he is played in every villain, whatever, you see him all the time. He is more of the anti-pan than he is bent on trying to take over the world. He's not he's not trying to take over Neverland. He he is what he is. He has, you know, he's frustrated that he's growing old. He's the anti-pan, but in the long run, he is the epitome of what Disney villains are. You see him, he's the for for the longest time he was used in all the voices for the fireworks shows, uh for the parades, for the nighttime spectaculars. Again, they made a whole movie about him, Hook, even though it wasn't Disney. I mean, he's he's got all this lore about him. Uh, so for that reason, I do feel he deserves a spot on this list.
1: He was honestly probably my number 11. Like, he was one of them that I was like, uh, do I need to find a way to put him on? And again, extreme bias. I Peter Pan is, again, just not my favorite movie. And some of the scenes with Captain Hook where he's just like, uh, he he melts when TikTok the crocodile comes. And I get that that's some of the character, but it's like, I, I, I don't mind a villain being fearful of something, but I, I also just want, when you hear a TikTok, I don't want you to start like freaking out like a little girl. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> hot enough. takes here on the top 10 Disney villains episode. Fair enough. My number eight, this is probably maybe a most more controversial one. But I have Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective.
0: I don't even know who he is.
1: So, so um, this is an example. You know, I talk about my Disney Villains Theory where how do you make a good movie into a transcendent great movie? And it's at a great villain. And to me, this almost does, I don't want to say the opposite, but it takes an okay movie. Great Mouse Detective is a, is a fine movie and elevates into like a, oh, this is very nice. So because you don't know too much about him, I'll give you the, you know, one minute spiel. Essentially, he's this very classy professor type who is a rat. And and so there's this whole thing throughout the film where he doesn't want to be called a rat. He wants to be this sophisticated, uh, cunning mind. And so he traps, it's a whole like Sherlock Holmes thing. And so he like traps... Uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes and 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 is showing off how intelligent he is and then at the end when his plan fails he becomes so enraged that he does become this like maniacal rat at the end that's just to heck with being cunning I'm just gonna go get the hero and it, it's a really cool arc
0: hmm interesting I'll have to take a look I've never seen the movie so I don't I don't I really don't have anything to compare it to, but I want to take a look at it. So
1: it was um, Clements and Musker's first film. So this it was the guys behind Little Mermaid, Aladdin. It was their first film.
0: Okay, all right. That might have to be one we do a review on.
1: Yeah, that that be I'd be totally up for an episode on that. I really like that movie.
0: All right, my number eight is. Are you ready? Are you ready? Dr. Facilier. Don't you disrespect me, little man. Don't you derogate or deride. You're in my world now, not your world. And I got friends on the other side. Yes. He's on
1: the Yes. He's on your list? He is. He's number six on my list. All right.
0: So not too far off. So, um again the reason why he's further up my list again you're probably starting to sense a pattern here he's not necessarily trying to take over the world he's you know not hell-bent on world domination it really his is all about selfish ambition he owns a debt to his friends on the other side uh he's he's basically caught in like a gambling spiral which catches up to him at the end of the movie but um i like him because he's a modern villain um, I like kind of the voodoo spin. I think that was a lot of fun. His songs are really catchy. I think in order for a, a, a villain to really be on this list, especially as we get closer to the front, I think their, their specific villain song is going to be very important. And, and his, his song is so catchy and plays so well in the movie. That movie is just a great movie. I think that he was the perfect villain for that movie. Uh, and he fits so well into the Disney villain lore for that reason.
1: I love how much of a salesman he is like the, 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 the scene that transitions into his song is just so well done. And then you see him trying to manipulate in the shadows. And I, yeah, I, I, I have him at number six because um, I, I really like him as a villain. And I actually
0: heard, um, I heard a, a stat and I, I have to go back and see if this is really true. I guess he's actually never referred to as Dr. Facilier in the movie at all.
1: It's Did just you know the um, Shadow Man. He, yeah Shadow Man, but it's yeah. the um, it's the the his the name of his shop that reveals it.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying, but he's never actually called it out as Doctor Facilier by any of the characters in the movie.
1: Yeah, it's all just Shadow Man. Yeah,
0: Interesting. Sure. Yeah. All right, who is your number seven?
1: My number seven comes the very first Disney villain, that is the Evil Queen slash Old Hag. I'm putting them into the same category. Now, turn red to tempt Snow White to make her hunger for a bite. <laughs> Have a bite. <laughs> it's not for you. It's for Snow White.
0: Mine, I, too. Mine too. Number seven. Really? Number seven. No. Wow.
1: No. Um so <laughs> <laughs> Most of it comes from the monologue that is her creating the concoction transforming into the old hag and then doing the whole monologue that is just such a well done scene where there's nothing else happening but her just like mixing a potion and drinking it and turning it into an old woman and then making a poison apple but that whole scene is is you feel it drips with evil
0: Again, she's not hell bent on on overtaking the world. She is fixated on being the fairest of them all in the land. She hates her her um, uh, is it her niece Snow White, her niece, or whomever it is her her stepdaughter relative, again. yeah, whatever. Um, and so she really kind of goes to any length to become it, including you know having the huntsman go out and try to get her heart, and you know of course then the apple and all that stuff. And the reason why she's on this list. Again, she is the epitome of of Disney villain. She is the one that started it all, and you're right. She is the one who defines the narrative of Snow White. I mean, if you read some of the contemporary uh, com- reviews of of people who saw Snow White at the theater when for opening night, when they went to go watch it all on debut night, premiere night, you know, they that th- she was scary, man. I mean, she she's a scary villain. I, I think of all the villains on the list, she is probably one of the most scariest. Uh, and so I think that's a good pick. I really do. She's also gotten a
1: lot more face time in a lot of villain merchandise in the I past couple
0: of years. Like that, the, the head of the villains, she's like, she's the leader of the villains. It seems like her and one other person who I guarantee you is on both of our lists, which we'll get to in a minute. So. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So my number six, since we already know who your number six was, which was uh Dr. Facilier. My number six is, um, he is not one of my favorites. I can't stand this guy at all, but he's, he's gotta be on the list. And that is Hades.
1: So um, I kind of boxed myself in with Hades because on our top ten Disney characters episode, I had him on the list. Okay. okay, and so I felt, in order to keep continuity, I put him as my number one, and I do have reasoning for that. But he—he's my number one. Oh, sentimental. You know, I haven't been this choked up since I got a hunk of musaka caught in my throat, huh? So is this an audience or a mosaic? Hey, how you doing? Looking good. Nice dress. So Hades, you finally made it. Our are things in the underworld? Well, they're just fine. You know, a little dark, a little gloomy. And as always, hey, full of dead people. What are you going to do? Oh, there's the little sunspot. Little snoochie. And here is a sucker for the little sucker. Huh? Here you go. Just...
0: But anyway, Hades, he's on the list. I think partly because he is a god. Right. Um, And he starts the transition for me of, you know, he's trying to take over the world. He's trying to he wants to get a seat on Olympus. You know, he's he's bitter at Zeus. Um, I think Hades is very similar to the genie in that he's meta aware of everything that's going on. Um, he does have some com- comedy. I think, p- I think part of it is is I just don't like James Wood. I I just cannot stand that man. Um, and so his humor has always been lost on me. But as a character, I think that he definitely is is an is an iconic villain. Uh, why do you have him number one?
1: So again, part of it was I box myself in, but I do think he is. I love the flip flop that he does from. I'm okay. I'm having a good time. I'm in control of this. To I'm out of control, and stuff is burning up, and I'm really angry. Get out of my way! And I really like how quickly everything flips. And and I do think he is one of the only villains that is funny. And when we've referenced on the show many times of how I I like funny things
0: really and.
1: I know. Maybe just a little, uh,
0: but no, but but I mean, you, you really think he's one of the only villains that's funny. I mean, they're, I I don't know. I mean, I think every villain, when you, I I think maybe, maybe that
1: humor is one of his primary, like in, in, uh, I guess evil queen has some lines that you could say would be funny, but I wouldn't say that she is a funny character. I think that, um, you know, I'm sure we'll get to this one in a a little bit. I think Ursula has funny lines, but isn't like you wouldn't say, oh, Ursula, man, what a what a knee slapper that of a character she is. We're going to take a quick break
0: to hear a word from our partners. Hey, Beers and Ears listeners, Casey and Matt here. You've heard us talk about our partner, Riss and Cal. You know, we've touched on their wireless earbuds, which connect right to your smartphone. But they've also got a lot of other great stuff as well. I use their four-in-one charging station every day. It can charge my phone, a smartwatch that charges with the magnet, and even my earbuds. You can also check out their bluetooth selfie stick, a three-in-one charger, and even a silicone accessory kit that comes in either black or white
1: yeah you know this company checks the two boxes that i love in a product which is great quality product without having to pay an arm and a leg i've been playing around with the accessory kit so this comes with uh, rubber things for the earbuds so they don't fall out of my ears and things to hold the earbuds so they stay in i always have a terrible time with that and these uh, work like a charm so go to
0: fourfrills.com slash shop and use coupon code beers b-e-e-r-s You'll get 15% off your order, plus a free $10 gift of your choice when you spend $50 or more. And if you have trouble picking just one thing, they've even got a 31-piece bundle that includes everything. Don't forget that a portion of their profits will go to help local charities in need. All right, back to the show. All right, who is your number five? Number five,
1: I have, um, who I'm assuming you were referencing as the pseudo-leader, and that is Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Before the sun sets on her 16th birthday, she shall prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel and die. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Seize that creature. Stand back, you fool. Yes, I do have Maleficent, although she comes in at my number four, but yes.
1: Okay, so around the same, around the same. But, uh, I mean, we talked about it with the Evil Queen. She is kind of the face of Disney villains. I mean, I mean, Phantasmic. she's kind of one of the, the main antagonists there. And the whole she can transform into a dragon is very cinematic. And I... I she has transcended her movie. To be honest with you, when I watched Sleeping Beauty a while back, she
0: kind of is very vanilla in that movie. Mm -hmm. And the stuff that comes after does a better job at developing her character than that movie does.
1: Exactly. So I thought it was really cool to see her as what she is today when when in the movie it was like, oh, I guess you're you're kind of there and being an antagonist, but not really. But yeah, I, 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 but yeah, she's number five on my list.
0: Well, you know, and, and again, she's number four on my list, and she, you're probably looking at this going, well, Casey, you violated your own rules because she's not really bent on taking over the world. She's bitter because she didn't get invited to the birthday. She puts the spell on there, blah 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 blah. But you hit the 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 nail on the head, which is. She has transcended her movie in such a way that she, she she's really known as the mistress of evil. I'm looking at her beyond just Sleeping Beauty. I'm looking at her the part that she plays in Fantasmic. If you guys have ever been down to the parks, she's the main villain in Fantasmic, the dragon. She I mean she's a huge, huge. I think she's more evil in Fantasmic than she is in Sleeping Beauty. Uh, and you know she was part of the castle show for a while that that played. Um, you know, when Donald didn't believe in dreams. Right. So, you know, she, she as a character overall, I, I think in a lot of ways it's between her and evil queen in terms of who the head of the villains are. But I think in a lot of ways, she probably is, in my opinion, more the leader of the villains, even just with the descendants, right. With Mal, right. She plays a much bigger role. uh, I think, you know, in descendants than even the evil queen did. So uh, I definitely think she deserves a spot where she's at. I hit her at number four. Um, My number five, um, to kind of match pace with you, uh, was, you had already mentioned her, was Ursula. I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me, well, a witch. But you'll find that
1: nowadays I've mended all my ways, repented, seen the light, and made a switch. Two years. And I fortunately knew a little magic. It's a talent that I always have possessed. Here lately, please don't laugh. I use it on behalf of the miserable, lonely, and
0: depressed
1: pathetic.
0: You know, Ursula is another one. She's trying to rule the sea. She's really frustrated with King Triton. She goes after and takes what she wants. She's manipulative, she's funny, she's creative. Uh, she's got a killer song. Uh, I've always no. said that if I was to ever, if I was to ever do drag, uh, it would be as Ursula's <laughs> singing "Poor, unfortunate souls." That is my, I will, I will take that to my grave. But I, I just, I think that she is, is just a phenomenal character. Did you have her on your list? I'm assuming.
1: Yes, she's number three on my list. Ooh, uh, for, for all the reasons that you said. And 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 it's her song. Like we're starting to get yeah. into now songs. I love her dichotomy of, oh my dear sweet child, that's what I do. Oh, I'm for and, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I love the she you know, she's clearly evil, but she's so manipulative and I love it and and it, it, she she's the it, in my mind she's the epitome of a character that you love to hate
0: i agree i agree and she's a lot of people's favorites too so who is your number 4 number 4 is jafar he is my for number. me my number three so there you go just so oddly turns out to be merely a ladder. just to calm need i go on take it from me
1: his personality flaws give me adequate cause to send him packing on a one-way trip so his she prospects is. take a terminal dip his assets frozen the venue chosen is the ends of the earth were- us <laughs> Ex-Prince
0: Ali
1: All right, uh, so we're, we're like one behind there. I mean, we, we've, we talked about him a lot in the Aladdin episode, uh, so I don't want to belabor that as a, a ton, but the, the maniacal laugh <clears throat> when he's doing the Prince Ali reprise the the manipulative nature, the even a little bit of the transformation of his character in that movie, where he goes from all right, I want the genie to, I want to become a genie and have yeah. unlimited power. It it escalates very quickly, and 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 but it's the it's it's the laugh for me mostly. It's like I I, I I'll, I'll hot take. He has the best evil laugh of any Disney villain.
0: I completely agree, and and the word maniacal is, is the way that I use to describe Jafar. Jafar has always been for a long time, he was my favorite villain, although some, we've had a couple people who've replaced him, but uh, a couple characters who replaced him, but again, the his, his just hell-bent on taking over the world, the way he goes about it, he's also kind of slimy in a way the way he looks after jasmine who's this 15 year old girl you know it's just he's just he's just slimy and 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 and, uh i agree i think he deserves the spot my number two so my number two and my number one are where they're at because they're very similar in a lot of ways and that they don't need magical powers to do what they do Uh, This number two pick is going to be weird. I guarantee you don't have him on your list. I'd be shocked if you did. And that is Judge Doom. Remember me, Eddie? When I kill your brother, I talk just
1: I knew you were going to put him on there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) While his entire reasoning for doing what he does is for selfish reasons to make money all this stuff he is a betrayer of his own kind and he is Hitler-ish in that he is committing genocide of the tunes he wants to destroy all tune kind and he does not have magical powers to help him do it he's just a tune so he's got the same powers as really a lot of other tunes does And he's developed this dip, which is very much a human thing. And I think the thing that makes him more villainous than other villains on my list is that humans have tried this. And that's what makes him really scary, is that we've had humans throughout our history who have had crazy genocidal ideas like Judge Doom, And uh, because of that, that makes him probably one of the most dangerous villains around.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I, I the, the relatableness, I guess, of it. Like Maleficent is not really. I'm not really worried about not inviting someone to, to my birthday party or the birthday party of my child and having a witch come in and
0: curse me. But oh well. If I don't get invited to your kid's birthday party, I'm going to curse the Brown household, man. Casey's going to come in a big robe. And <laughs> what do we have here? Listen well. <laughs> Oh oh my goodness. This is what happens. We record at 10 o'clock at night. All right. What's your number two, buddy? (laughs)
1: Um, I'm, I'm hoping this is what your number one is. If it's not, I'm very curious what your number one is. And that is Scar from The Lion
0: King. That is my number one. Yes. I mean,
1: with going off of what you said, the no magical powers and the line where It's where Mufasa dies and where he has him. And it's, you know, brother, help me. And it's. Long live the king. Long live the king. And he throws him from the cliff is. Awesome. Like I not awesome in that it's it's oh, totally terrible that Mufasa dies, but from a villain perspective, what what a line, what a moment. And interestingly Jeremy- enough, he's the first he's the first person that talks in that movie.
0: I did not know that, but I guess I can see that. You're right. Jeremy Irons uh, first of all, he's you know my introduction to Jeremy Irons when I knew who Jeremy Irons was was Die Hard with a Vengeance, right? So I <laughs> that voice already is associated with with villainy and bad guys anyway, and then to have him voicing this this childhood villain for me it, again it is this mindset. In fact, the images of scar in that cave with the hyenas marching the way they're marching was meant to invoke nazi germany i mean that the creators of the movie have said so we cool prepare for the murkiest scam la, la, la. meticulous planning tenacity smiling decades of denial is simply why i And and the the way the song and the way they're marching the the color scheme, and, and we talk about songs. Be prepared is the absolute best villain song in all of Disney. And I I I, I, I cannot. Can you think of any other better villain song out there?
1: Ursula's I, would be the only one I would say would rival I, it, but, but I would I,
0: agree with you. But I still think "Be Prepared" takes it out. I do. I, 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 I
1: would have to agree. I would have to agree with you.
0: I, that song it gives me goosebumps every time I h- hear it, and again, it's this mindset of I'm going to take what I want. I'm going to manipulate a group of people. I don't care what it does to the weaklings. There's a superior, you know, pride. There's a superior race, the lions. Everything else can rot. And and for that reason, Scar, he's just, he's, he, oh my goodness. And what, you know what I think is really cool about Scar is when you look at some of the other villains on this list, you know, they come from stories that are derivative from fairy tales centuries old, brothers, grooms, Hans, Christian Andersen, et cetera. Lion King is an original Disney work. It's an original Disney uh, uh, movie, an original Disney story. Scar is an original Disney character. And that just goes to show you the power of being able to uh, create such a powerful character. And I'll say the live action Scar is just as, he's, he's just as compelling. I think he uh, they did a great job with him in, in the live action Lion King as well. The way he's drawn, the, the way his, his claws are always out. Um, I just think he's he's that's why he's my number one pick.
1: Yeah, he he came close to my number one. Um, I mean, I'm definitely a, a again Hades fanboy at number one, and I I really think you know my top five: Hades, Scar, Ursula, Jafar, Maleficent. Gosh, you could really reorder any of those, and I really wouldn't argue much with you. Uh, I do think this is important. This is a great time to mention a couple of villains that I think are iconic that didn't make our list that I'd kind of like to hear your reasoning, which I probably agree with because um, I I, I didn't put them on there either, but Cruella DeVille didn't make either of our lists.
0: You know, she, she was one I tossed around um, Matt as, as somebody, you know, and despite what the song says of, you know, she doesn't scare you no evil thing will, you know, I, in this day and age, you're going to be mean to puppies. You're going to jail. I mean, I just – just, I don't know. She's just <laughs> – i mean <laughs> i guess my, my thought process on this is is it's easier for me to believe that there's an evil witch out there that's angry for not getting invited to a birthday party and there is somebody who's going to make coats out of dalmatians i just i don't i don't know
1: I choose- i'm not even going to give my explanation of why i didn't put her in there because i that's 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 the greatest explanation i've ever heard of not putting someone on a list
0: okay <laughs> oh, okay fair enough okay what else who else
1: the other one that I tossed around was Judge Claude Frollo from uh, from Hunchback. And the reason that I tossed around is because from a villainous point of view, his, he, I think, is, from an evil standpoint, has some of the most evil motives. Where it's, again, you're, I'm going to suppress a minority group of people. But then he even gets into, like, one layer deeper of that. But if they do something to me then i'll um i'll be okay like it, it's it, he he's he's not a character you love to hate he's a character you absolutely just hate
0: See <laughs> yeah, i've only ever seen hunchback once i'm not a fan of the movie and so i forgot he was even a character to be honest with you uh, that that that's that's the only reason why he wasn't on my list. I forgot about the movie.
1: <laughs> I know yeah, that's horrible. He, yeah, that I
0: he's another one that I kicked around. You know, another um, one that another one was on that list, another one that, that, you know, we could have put, but we didn't, was, you know, Governor Radcliffe, you know, from, from Pocahontas. He could have been on there. His, um, his song
1: is great. I love his song.
0: Yeah, well, again, yeah, you know, and dig, and dig, but I just... Ugh. I don't know. Yes. I just I don't think of iconic villains when, when I when I think of those. You know, and I tried to like even go into some of the TV shows like, you know, should Fat Cat be on this or, you know, uh, you know, you know, I like think of King Louie. He's kind of a villain in a way, but not really. Maybe probably more uh, the tiger. Uh, Shere Khan probably was someone who probably we could have thought of. I, I think a fun show that would be really fun to do. And that's just this toss around idea would be to put villains matched up against one another and discuss who would win against one another. That'd be a fun show. Maybe maybe we do that in March when March Madness is coming. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so, but anyway, um, do you guys disagree? Do you agree? You know, obviously, this is purely subjective uh, in terms of what our lists are. You know, what do you guys think? We would love for you to get connected with us on Facebook. Uh, check out, you know, the Beers and Ears podcast on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Beers and Ears 1928 or email us Ears 1928 at gmail.com. Let us know. Do you agree with our picks? Do you not agree with our picks? Uh, accordingly, some, some. Some of you might have been screaming at the radio right now as we were going through the list. We've heard that's happened a couple of times. We're just curious to know. These were just kind of our thoughts, but, you know, what did you think? Matt, uh, we already know how for them to get a hold of us, so I guess it's closing time. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it's closing time. I I, I don't know what to say now. Usually this is where I, I you know, go for my spiel and... Uh... <laughs> You like like the true villain you are. You took uh, it
0: away. <laughs> well, I, We've already done her maniacal laugh, so that's <laughs> good. So, uh, so let's raise our glasses, folks. This one has been on us. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to spend some time with us, and we will see you next time, I believe, coming up. I don't know if it's the next episode or the episode after that, but we have a review review. Of the movie Hamilton Or the the Broadway show Hamilton Coming up in our next couple of episodes As you all know it is debuting on Disney Plus So definitely look out for that So have a great day everybody Thanks for tuning in Bye everyone That's when your reign begins Who wants an evil queen Without a sack of sins Don't you want to be a heartless